0: Everyone and welcome down to episode thirty-nine of the Down South Photo Show. Tony Liberatore, uh, with me, Brendan Waits, and my good mate that way in Tasmania. Good evening, Cameron Blake.
1: Good evening, Brendan. Uh, are you sure it wasn't Warwick Kappa?
0: Yeah, so we're going to roll out Warwick Kappa, but Tony. Yeah, Liber- but who is the better footballer, Liber, Liber or Kappa?
1: Uh. Oh. Better footballer, I'm gonna say Liver.
0: Yeah, same. Better,
1: enter- better entertainer, entertainer was capo. He
0: took to screamers. Goes without. Yeah. Anyway, this is not a football
1: same. show. It's not. It's, it's definitely not. Um, it's, I'm well, uh, mate. How are you going?
0: Yeah, I'm excellent. Thank you. Um, excellent. You've had, a, had you've a, had a good day. I I know. I have had a good day. I've had a good week. Um, excellent. Been very productive, which is always good when you're productive and ticking boxes, mm. getting stuff done um yeah. i know that you've had an east coast photography workshop tour
1: yes just got i've literally got back three hours ago so nice. I'm, I'm so dedicated to this show i could have just said look you know i'm too busy this week let's do no. one next week we don't do that no, we don't take weeks off no
0: nah, we're, we're we're
1: we're chained to the desk
0: not here at the down south photo show we 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 keep things rolling um we do Good tour, mate. Did you? Uh, yeah, really,
1: really, really good. Um, Yeah, we had a great group of people. Lots of, we had a really, really good, cool crew of laughter. And it took it took about a day to ease into it, but it went into the gutter and it was all downhill for me. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was good. Yeah, we had really pretty good weather. We had a little bit of rain, a little bit of wind, but it sort of happened in the times when it wasn't too bad. So overnight and things like that. We had one moment on the, the sand dunes on the East Coast and it was blowing. It's, ass off it was right i'm gonna say it was over 100k gusts of wind like literally you buried your feet in the sand and hand holding stuff and you're like shaking and like it was going crazy um it was wicked we wicked, get windy. some
0: um get some cool shots
1: yeah we did yeah i think most of us did There's a couple that didn't think they did but i think they'll go home and find that they did but it was a it was a highlight of the trip that night because it was it was a nice night we had this there's the a full moon rising and we had that uh, beautiful gradient of the blue hour coming through and but it was and the sand was just like the top top level of the sand was just going everywhere it was crazy so and above all things it was an experience that you you would never forget that i was on top of the perrin dunes at st helens on that night and a bit of my soul left
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. crazy uh, did you have a clear night like did you, see, you could see yeah the moon? it
1: was it was clear as clear as a bell the moon came yeah, up, great. the moon was orange uh, blood orange or whatever it was. and um, yeah, it was it was amazing and we just had all these amazing sort of it's amazing to watch because you'd see the literally see the wind patterns over the dunes. they come up and over. like they don't get very high, maybe knee high, but you just saw the the whole uh, whole whole pattern and, and wind trends going over this this thing. It was incredibly good. and like I said we had a great trip. Uh, we were in I woke up this morning in Fraser. Uh, oh, it was a, yeah, it was a really nice. I uh, stayed at the Frasin A Lodge. We woke up this morning, we decided that we'd have a sleep in on that last morning because we've been burning the candle at both ends. Um, yeah. So we've been up for sunrise every morning, up, out for sunset every day, Yeah. Um, and then uh, having some lovely food and the, telling a few stories and a few jokes. So yeah, it was really good. good. Uh, next one's in, I've got another one in August coming up. We've got a couple of spots left on that, but that's really and raring to go. So it was really good. Um, yeah. And I got a message from you today. Mm. And it said that you're out taking photos in I Dalesford.
0: I know, I, I made it. I
1: almost I almost swerved the bus off the road when you <laughs> sent me that message in shock that you were actually out doing something.
0: Oh uh, it was one it was of incredible. those things. Um so we, we talk a lot. Well, we have spoken a lot on this show about mental health and um mm needing to uh, look after yourself. Um, I've been way too busy over the last few weeks. Uh, I've had a lot of personal stuff going on as well, but with business too. So it's been, um, don't worry, the personal stuff. We we had a couple of family funerals, which was was always tough um and i think it was just getting on top of me and of course my fallback has always been to grab the camera and get out Mm -hmm. and take some landscape photos and i haven't been able to do that of late and uh i decided today no i'm closing the shop for a day i am hitting the road and dalesford is where i wanted to go because of what you see behind me so let's talk about our backgrounds yeah Um, yeah you can uh,
1: tell me tell me all about this autumnal awesomeness
0: Yeah, so Dalesford, um, for those of you who don't know, Goldfield's area of Victoria. So you've got Mm. Ballarat, uh, you've got Dalesford. So Dalesford's probably about, I don't know, 30, 40 Ks east of Ballarat, um, sort of between Ballarat and Bendigo, I suppose. Um, And not as famous as some of the areas in Victoria, for example, Bright, not as famous for its um, autumn colours as places like Bright, but... When you get stuff like you see behind me, um, get excited, people. If, if anyone lives mm. in Victoria and haven't visited Dales for during autumn, do yourself yeah. a massive favour because around every corner, we had the autumn colours just popping off everywhere. It was uh, yeah. late in the season too. So we're, we're recording this on the 18th. So today's the 18th of May. And um, yeah. normally, as we've said before, around Anzac Day is the go for mm. autumn colours. But as you can see behind me, um it's, yeah, it still, really it's well. still going um, and if you if you follow me on any of my social media over the next few days you'll be bombarded by these photos
1: yeah well i'm i'm wrapped that you got out because i know you have been busy and i know you've had some stuff going on um yep. so it was awesome to see that you're out there um do you reckon those colors will be around for another couple of weeks or you reckon they're almost done
0: I think um, if you find the sheltered areas, so um, around Lake Jubilee, which is where this photo was mm-hmm. taken, um, yeah. the, I think they'll hang on for probably another, yeah, I think two weeks might be pushing it, but maybe a week to 10 days. Because
1: um, I'm, I'm, Mel- I'm in Melbourne in about t- 10 days, eight days.
0: Okay. I reckon I
1: I reckon I could squeeze a trip out there and have a look. Well,
0: from Melbourne to Dallas, it's like 90 minutes. So yeah. I've just
1: googled, I've just googled it there. It's a it's a
0: hundred, 120Ks, really. Yeah, it's a 90-minute so, drive. And and the drive up yeah. there is lovely as well. I mean, mm. once you get off the freeway at Balan, once you head inland, uh, yeah, you'll love it. Um, yeah. I I really found that that the shell and, and it's something you don't pay attention to because I don't always chase autumn colours. The exposed areas were the leaves are yeah. gone they were just yeah know, yeah because the winds just whistle through and ripple the leaves off yeah whereas places like this um which it's almost like a that it's obviously all introduced species predominantly introduced yeah. species in australia that give us these colors other than your famous yes. phagus down there in tassie well did you, did you know that
1: well, a, well you're 100 correct there is only a couple of others yes so there's only there's only three native deciduous trees in australia and two of them are in north queensland there you go. And the other one's in Tasmania. So and the exactly rest of it is none all. None of them
0: are in Victoria. <laughs> that's right.
1: They're, they're all introduced. So yeah. they're all um, yeah poplars yeah. and things like
0: that. Yeah. So a, a brief background. So I, I as you know, I drove up there. Um, had a, I basically had a day on the road. It was so cool. Um, went up there on my own. It was brilliant. Got to Lake Jubilee where I wanted to take these photos. Well, I wanted to take photos. So I'd heard that, that that's the spot to go. Yeah. And this is a shout out to the guy that made my coffee at the Lake Jubilee Caravan Park. Guys, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to get into these areas and find the spots, talk to the locals. To the locals. I would yeah. never have found this spot. Yeah. Now I knew that it was in the area, but I went in there and got my coffee. And the guy said, Oh, what brings you here? Cause he knew I wasn't staying there. He knew I'd just come in for a coffee. I said, Oh, I'm actually, so this would
1: be, this would be the, this would be the Jubilee Lake Holiday Park and cafe. Correct. Um, I'm just, so I'm just I, Googling. Yeah, and nice. if they'd like to sponsor the show with free coffee. Right.
0: Exactly. I'll give them a free photo to hang in their coffee shop. Um, and he said, oh, well, you'd be heading to where the Elms are. And I went, huh? Natural, <laughs> na- na- naturally, I am. Yeah, course, well, that, yes. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm going. How did you know? And then I went, oh, the Elms, they're, they're that way. That way? <laughs> <laughs> he went, oh yeah it's just down there and um it's literally yeah. like I but I'd, I'd only drank half my coffee by the time I got to this right. spot behind me yeah. and seriously Cam it was just oh it made my day I was just yeah. like this is what I've been looking for and the great thing was the day was perfect because mm. it was quite windy and the there was a lot of cloud about but it was whipping across so I was getting bursts yeah. of sun coming through yeah. and just lighting the joint up for 20 seconds and then it'd go dull again and then I could recompose and wait for the light again. And it happened all throughout the day. But what I found myself doing was I got to this spot and for the first time in ages, I was like, I'm not leaving this spot. I'm staying here until I'm done until I I, I was on no agenda. I had no time schedules. It was so good. Mm. Um, Got to just hang out around here. There's a little footbridge. In fact, you can see on the park bench over yeah, there. I saw the
1: park bench in the background. That's cool. Yeah, yep. see that?
0: That's my camera bag. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's how how very, very briefly I edited this photo. I haven't even knocked my camera bag yes. out of it. But um, yeah, my coffee cup's just sitting next to that as well. I just sat there and just soaked it all mm. in and um, went through yeah. my ultra-wide lens, um, clipped on. So
1: what did you shoot these on?
0: So this is shot on... and The this iPhone? Is on, uh, no, this was actually on a real camera cam, this one.
1: This Did one you drop the sky in or the floor no,
0: in? No, no, didn't have to. So know, it's actually right?
1: a real photo.
0: It's it's actually what you what you see is what you get. I know. Mate, What's changed. the world coming to?
1: I know. You've changed, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, now that I can actually get out of the office and take photos, I, uh, yeah. I don't have to fake around. So anyway,
1: I love I, I the little branch coming down on the side there. That's pretty. cool. I
0: like it too, and I also like the shadowing on the floor of the because uh, it's all just yeah, leaves. Yeah. It's just leaves yeah. central. So it was yeah, it was really yeah. cool. Um, Clipped on the the big zoom lens, looked for the landscapes inside landscapes, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, had my awesome. phone with me as well, and did a bit of macro stuff with the phone, which was the fungus one that you would have seen. Yes. I yeah, that's awesome.
1: So that's on the yeah. iPhone. That was yeah, on the cool. iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Considering the iPhone, they've got an amazing macro mode on them. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh,
0: also had the drone with me as well. I uh, sent the drone through here, did some <laughs> video footage, all the leaves falling in the wind and stuff. So. Yeah, I got heaps yeah. of really cool photos. Um, Yeah, so yeah. Good, massive It's a good wrap day out when you Dalesford. come back. Yeah. When you're going into Dalesford as well, um, about 15K out of Dalesford between the freeway and Dalesford itself, keep your eye yeah. out. On the right-hand side is where I took... There's some other... I think they're oak trees. They look like rows that, of oh, oak yeah, that, trees. one. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, man, they're like... it. it, it I did the double take while I was drawing. You just see this flash of colour. Yeah. I went, hang on a minute, yeah. and literally yeah. did the U-turn. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah hang on yeah. Uh, that's that's where yeah. i'm gonna get a photo so yeah, yeah yeah and uh <clears throat> just got some really cool autumn color shots i mean as i say i've done bright a couple of times and got autumn yeah. shots in places like wangaratta uh
1: yeah, Ballarat, yeah.
0: but never ran well it's, it's funny out, you so. say
1: before you're saying that daleford's not really as much on the map as the other things the guys i was talking with i think a couple of them i mentioned that you're going to dalesford and they both said oh they all said oh yeah, that's the spot you go for autumn. That's got so some really good yeah. stuff. So it yeah. is, is going on the map. And another thing I've just looked on the map here, Blakeville. There's Blakeville on the way.
0: Oh, is that right?
1: Yeah, just near Spargo Creek, there's Blakeville.
0: So. Ah, interestingly enough, I also went past Leverett Road. <laughs> <laughs> I remember So I, don't know, I,
1: don't, I don't know why that's relevant. I wouldn't no, know what that either. name It right doesn't, mean, it it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Um, um, yeah. Well, so I'm, was... I'm glad you went out and I'm glad um, you came back with um, some good images. Uh, it was it, it was uh,
0: it was needed. It was a shot in the arm that mm. I needed and I really cool. thoroughly enjoyed it um, even had you know tipped a bit into the local economy and had lunch in the main drag at one of the bakeries and yeah, did an cool. awesome That's the way did it. an awesome pumpkin and leek soup ooh it was Absolutely. six degrees up there. So it was, it was nice. <laughs> nice to have that.
1: Yeah. Well, we, uh, we had, we had great weather on the East coast, um, but we didn't have any autumn colors, but there was, there was a little bit, there was a splash of color around every now and then, but nothing like your background, but are you going to um, put them in the shop or
0: are you going to? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think they'll end up on the, on the website. Um, yep. I don't know. I'm starting to get a bit of a catalog of photos that I'm not too sure what I'm going to do with them. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I care. I mean, it's all about the process of actually taking the photos rather than yeah, yeah. what you do with them in the end, I guess. But yeah. it's just nice to have um, some new stuff, have some new stuff to yeah. show and, um, you know, not yeah. the same old steps down to the beach, which I love, but it's not, you know, well, and it's, it's good to it's, have seasonal stuff, I guess.
1: Yeah. And it's great to see shots that, you know, and again, getting out of your comfort zone a little bit with shooting, we spoke about over the last five days as well, but like your comfort zone is probably coastal, and mine's probably more forest and trees where we've sort of gone the opposite this week
0: yeah that's a right yeah.
1: and and it it really does make you think outside the box and you i think you take a bit more time when you're doing stuff you look you you try harder for compositions and things like that where you know when you go into a forest or you know where your natural playground is you, you get it real easy go, oh yeah that I know that works usually and this sort of works usually yeah yeah, yeah. So, I, I think yeah. i
0: think for me as well it was uh knocking a bit of the rust off as well um mm, yeah which yeah. is what i as I say, like literally, this spot. I was there for a good couple of hours and just watching the yeah. uh, sort of relearning the way the light changes and and yeah, um, yeah. relearning composition and stuff like that. And composition on stuff that I'm not not really used to shooting. And I was having this chat with a, a lady who was in the shop during the week. Jenny, hello, Jenny. I know you're listening because I told you to tune in, and she's she is tuning in. Um, hey, Jenny. She she said uh, she said I don't think. These days, enough um, credence is given to composition. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, she was saying she'd been around, she has been taking photos for quite some time. Um, Olympus shooter, Cam, you'd be happy to know. Um,
1: um, perfect.
0: <laughs> she's, uh, but she was saying these days, particularly with social media, and it's one of the topics we're going to talk about later, but um, people are going for a lot more like color and more sort of, I don't know, that much less time is put into actual composition of an image, yeah. Um, which I totally agree with. And, and as I say, today was all like, I was hunting for compositions and it was so cool to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, you're right. And it's so easy for people just to take a photo and get that saturation slider and just go, yep. zoop, 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 and get all the attention yep. they need to on social media and not to really think about the composition. And it's one of the things we teach a lot, is um three things composition aperture and time of day or yeah. time of year whatever you want to do and if you don't have those three things then you know your, your photo is not going to be as good as it should be and um i'm glad jenny well, yeah it's expected from jenny if she's an olympus user that she would get composition um that's just a given <laughs> really um yeah. but yeah, yeah it's great um it is good to you know like i said blow the cobwebs out and think about things and not just rush around and take a thousand snaps, you know, less is more sometimes I think. Yeah. Big time.
0: Yeah. Um, and while I remember, I also had another Olympus user in who. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the down South Olympus show. I uh, know we, we bang on a lot about Olympus, but they are, they do make good, good stuff. Yeah. That's formerly known as. Correct. Um, Anne was also another new, new listener to the show as well. So Anne and Jim G'day G'day were Anne. both going to tune in this week. So. Uh,
1: and they're going to tell all their friends. And they're going to like and subscribe and hit the button.
0: <laughs> Thank you to everyone who has liked and subscribed so far. I didn't do that off the top, but whatever. No, you know
1: why? Because we haven't changed since last week. That we one's don't have to do it. <laughs> no, we <don't> have to. <laughs> well, not on
0: not on YouTube, but I think um, I think the podcast is growing. You haven't
1: sent me. You sent me have any? You haven't sent me any podcast
0: stats lately. I'll send you some podcast stats mm. once we're done here. Not that, not that I care, but you know, it'd be nice to, well, to stroke yes. my ego for a bit. It's nice to see that some <laughs> some people are listening and. Uh if you are listening and enjoying the show, please comment below and hit the like thumbs yeah. up thing and all that sort of stuff. And
1: if you would like a down south photo show hoodie, Merch. Uh, these can be on sale. Merch. We we can we can put these on sale. <laughs> I haven't put it. Uh yes. I think the hoodies are I think I sell hoodies for about 50 bucks plus postage. Wow. Okay. Well um, m- m- w- women and men, I better check that. Might be do I get a online. discount? Uh maybe. Yeah. Aren't I honest? You're a cannon. You're a cannon shooter. Hang on. Oh, it uh, yes. On the back, we on the back we do have um, we do have our heads on the back. So if you do buy a hoodie, uh, <laughs> you will be walking around with our heads on the back. Um, the hoodie, sorry, the hoodies are fifty five each plus postage you if you'd go. like one. We can get go. them in grey, black, all different colours. If you like one, just send us an ma- email or something like that, or drop us a message and we can get it sorted. Yeah. Um, and to your door, that's the cheekiest plug I think I've ever done.
0: I like it. I like it mm. a lot. Um, so just following on from the my trip today. Um, so I had every intention of going on from Dalesford to Trentham, which is a little yes. town um, sort of, I don't know, further East, I guess, towards Kyneton. Yeah. And then I was yes. even going to go further on to Macedon as well, but I ended up spending that Ooh, much time. Macedon. in... Yeah, Macedon's great mm. for uh That's fields. another autumn color. Yeah, absolutely huge. Uh, mm. But I think it's a bit late for Macedon now because that's a much. Mm. They're literally on Mount Macedon, so and, and they get a, and they get a lot. It gets a lot colder there too. Uh, does <laughs> does get a lot colder there? Elevated, mm. but uh, I ended up spending, as I say, a couple of hours here. But I did make it to Trentham, and Trentham's beautiful. It's it's quite. Not not as much uh, autumn colour as Dalesford, uh, and no. a much smaller town. But yeah. Trentham is famous for its waterfall, so it had Trentham Falls, um, which I found my way to. And uh, I'm going to Google them too because I haven't seen them before. Trent, it's pretty. Um, I took a couple of. I ended up only taking phone shots there because the weather closed in, so um, it got uh. really really wet. But what annoyed me. <laughs> Here we go. What annoyed me about Trentham Falls... Are we getting getting onto our topic, are we? What annoyed me about Trentham Falls was the fact that whoever it is, uh, Parks and Wildlife, whatever you want to call them, the, the state government department responsible for looking after that area have gone to all this trouble of putting up barriers and fences and made the car park nice and all that sort of stuff. Big signs, do not cross, blah, blah, blah. And lo and behold, here we were at the top of the waterfalls. Four people doing selfies, posing, right, backing, right up close to the edge of the waterfall. One guy was wearing cons, in other words, no grip whatsoever. Um, I took a bit of footage of him, actually. It, it geez, it annoyed me, Cam. It, it's just shame. Like,
1: him. Let's let's put the video up here and shame him. <laughs> I won't do that,
0: but <laughs> oh, okay. it just like seriously, folks. They they put these things in place for a reason. And it doesn't mean like I understand you might want to get the photo. I I understand that, but do it from behind the barrier. Like, mm. oh yeah. man, and and it just drove me nuts. I I left before I got angry at these people. I was like, don't you get it? If you slip yeah. and fall, you know how many people like yeah
1: that it, it ruins off. it for everyone else. You you. You dying ruins it for everyone else. But
0: <laughs> like they don't put these barriers up for no reason, no. you know. And uh, yeah, it, it was yeah. it was only a tiny bummer on the day, but it was just ah, I saw it and just couldn't, yeah. yeah we, couldn't
1: come to terms um, with it. we 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 had a funny you say that because we had a couple of instances on that trip that we did the similar thing. So driving the bus across a bridge, relatively narrow bridge, there was a car pulled up on this two lane bridge mm-hmm. with the person out of the bridge. Uh, Sorry, the driver out of the car standing against the bollard or the the barrier of the bridge looking down this river with the person who's taking the photo standing in the middle of the road. This is a highway around the East Coast. Single lane bridges uh, (laughs) are taking a photo. You're an idiot. Whoever you are, you're a complete and utter dipshit. The Downside Photo Show
0: does not condone this behaviour.
1: We don't condone stupidity. Um, and then the other one, we went down to a place called Honeymoon Bay, which is right near the Fraser Nay Lodge. Lovely little spot. And as we walked down there, there's six photographers walking down with tripods, but there was a wedding about to commence in this Honeymoon Bay. We thought, well, you know, we'll do the right thing and we'll go around to the next little cove. And that was fine. We, we stayed out of their way. But as we were just walking down the stairs, the, the bride and groom are over there, and here's four people, you know, on the beach. Loading up a drone on the beach. And I walked yeah. past and I said to this guy, I said, No drones, mate. National park, you can't do it. And he gave me this the most dumbfounded look he'd ever seen. He wasn't of English background. He pretended that he didn't understand me. They then stood around talking for five minutes, contemplating whether or not they would make take the risk of putting the drone up, even though I'm no one, and telling him off. And I said to him again, I said, It's a drone, no drone, national park all through Tasmania. You know the rules, don't do it. And they perfectly good response and said, yes, yeah, okay, whatever. And then they sat around and they didn't do it, but they, they walked out and they no doubt they went and put it up somewhere else. Yeah. But it's, it's these and, and this pisses me off as much as it pisses you off. Yeah, there, there, there is some absolute selfish pricks who walk around with selfie cameras, drones, whatever they are, and the rules don't apply to them. Yeah. And all that all that does is create more rules for everyone else who'd like to abide by them to ruin our experience. So I would like to say to those people, the same people at the waterfall you saw, the same idiot with the drone, and it's the same absolute knob jockey that was standing in the middle of this bridge. <laughs> it's not worth the photo. Go park up the road and walk back down. Know, or know. you know what? If you're going to get your drone selfie, so be it. Stop being an idiot and stop brewing it for everyone else. Yeah. And it all comes down to, and I'm, I'm sort of maybe leading, I don't know what our topic is about social media that you want to talk about, but <laughs> it all it all it all narrows down into one thing to me and it's ego. People want to put that shot up to say, hey, look where I was or look at the shot I got or look where yeah. I was able to yeah. go where no one else has yeah. gone. Yeah. And to me, that is just pathetic.
0: It's two things. It's the trophy, um, the trophy hunting yeah. where they want to, you know, big note themselves and, you know, look at the photo that I got, look at me breaking the rules, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um I thought well that's that's probably the main thing that it is. Um, but the the way the, the complete arrogance of it all, it just it mm. annoys the crap out of me just as much as it does you. It just it's it's, it's so bloody annoying. So but the but the thing that the thing it should be
1: done in this situation, like you know, the, the evolution of Dar- Darwin's theory of evolution. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Like really the person sitting on like you know those country bridges where they sort of narrow it's still one lane one lane each way. So yeah. it's still a two-lane highway, but you know how to sort it's of narrow to the It's yeah. tight. And yeah. they've parked on the bridge, not off the bridge. So it makes yeah. it a one-lane thing. Really, what should be happening? The laws, don't worry about putting these signs up saying don't fly drones or don't go near edges. The law should be if they're in the middle of the road, play them over. Just keep going. <laughs> and then the, right. then the then the prop then the problem of the problem is gone. Soon it soon they're not, because they're not, because they're not going to do it anymore. Exactly right. If yeah. if the rules became, if you're doing something stupid, people that aren't doing something stupid have a right to run you over <laughs> or just shove you off a cliff.
0: Yeah, people
1: wouldn't do it. They no, would stop going anywhere near it. You're right. Yeah, yeah, and so, and, and society
0: yeah. society would fall apart. But that's yeah. you know that's irrelevant. That's <laughs> it's um nah, it's pure attention seeking, and it just yeah. Mm. Anyway, it's going to drive us nuts forever. As professional photographers, it's it, as as you exactly yeah. rightly point out, is ruining it for us because yeah, you know we get thrown in the same basket unfortunately by the by the general public, and that's not what we do, folks. It's not what we're about. So no.
1: and, and look, I'll, I'll put my hand up and say yes, I have flown a drone where I shouldn't have flown a drone, but that was a that was a long time ago when when the rules were a little bit more. You know, sketchy when things were just yeah. starting, when drones were starting to take off. No one really knew what was, and no one really knows what goes on anymore. So I really do now. I've got my you know remote pilot's license for the drone, and and say we're taking photos. Even on this week, we're down the east coast. We stuck to the tracks. You know, we we only followed the tracks that were just um, that were there. You know, we didn't go off track. We didn't go bush bashing through things. We didn't go stand on inside waterfalls where we shouldn't have been. We just respected the rules and we all got absolutely cracking shots. And I think going back to your first point about compositions and people not giving as much attention to composition, I think that's one of the reasons why people skip over barriers and stuff like that because they can't use their own brain to come up with their own different take on a, on, a, on a standard shot. Yeah. And that's just lazy. Oh, I can't I can't think of anything here like everyone else has got that shot, but I can't think outside the box and do something different. I'll just go jump down and ruin it for everyone else.
0: Oh, and the problem is it only takes one person to get the photo and then the copycats all come. And yeah. Oh, yeah. look, that that photo at the Summer Apostles got that guy 40,000 likes.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going yeah. to
0: get 40,000 likes yeah. because I'm yeah. going to do exactly the same photo. That makes no sense. Yeah. It's, it's an <laughs> illness though. It is. A, it's, it's a total it's illness. It's been done, it's... people. It's been done. Yeah. Don't do it again. Like, you yeah. know. Don't do it whole, in the first the place, whole, but it's been done.
1: The whole idea of getting a rush from getting likes and getting followers—it's it's an addiction. People are addicted to having yeah. their ego stroked online by complete yeah. so, strangers. No, it makes no, no sense. That,
0: that's right, and it's the um, it's the dopamine release when you when yeah. you get attention. Um, and it's funny because I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. But I'm a professional photographer. Like, if anyone's going to be showing <laughs> showing photos, it should be me. But yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's just the, and it's hardly new. Like, you know, we've had, had these social media for 10, 15 years yeah. now, um, but it yeah. just doesn't. I, I, and, and, I, 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 I can, yeah. I can hand on heart
1: say that I no longer care about likes, even though I crap on about the show here and say, we haven't got any followers. I, I, <laughs> I honestly, I honestly could not give two brass razos about yeah. how many people follow me or, and I've had this conversation a thousand times about my work and, you know, I, I don't. You know, the photo behind me from the east coast couldn't care less if anyone liked it or not. I like it. I enjoyed yeah. it. It was great. It was a great moment. Yeah. And that's my that's mine, that's my little kick of ego is that yeah. I enjoyed it and I experienced it. Um, what yeah. everyone else thinks of it, fantastic. And you know, and again, I don't know what that topic is, but like one thing I find about Instagram and stuff and social media now is that there's no negative feedback. There's nothing but positive stroking of egos. Yeah, and. I think what I think that's detrimental to the art because people aren't learning from mistakes, but well, have a look.
0: If you're watching on YouTube, have a look below right now, you'll see that there is a like button. And when you click that, it says one, like two likes, three likes, there's a dislike button. When you click that, it doesn't show you how many people have clicked that. Doesn't it? No, it does not. So it used to, but they've they've worked out that that's detrimental for business and yeah, so it won't show you how many people dislike your video anymore. It just shows you the likes, but not the dislikes. So there you go. Right. And that, that's and just cheeky. Cameron and I, um, we have businesses to promote. We this is our livelihood, so that's where social media is great for us because yeah. we do get to show. I mean, you know, I'm going to post this photo, and hopefully people are going to like it. But people are also going to go camera and photo. What's that? Oh, that's Brendan's mm. business. Oh, he prints photos. Oh, so you know. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're not saying poor bugger me we're saying we need we use these platforms for for a reason and it's mainly to drive business they're um, they're
1: a necessary they're a necessary evil in they're a, a way. necessary
0: evil Cameron that's exactly what they are
1: yeah yeah um, and that's exactly the same like I always ask people okay how did you come across my work or whatever Oh, I saw you on Instagram or saw you on Facebook or you know yeah. whatever saw yeah. a Google thing or something oh. pops up
0: yeah, I have no doubt that my business, when I started in 2013, was the height of Facebook. Like, Facebook has actually yeah. fallen off since then. Um, yeah. And without, I mean, I had 500 like, 500 followers of my page before I even opened the shop. Yeah. And the day I opened, I had people coming in. Yeah, I saw on Facebook. Like, it was brilliant. Yeah. It was absolutely awesome. Facebook, you know, got my business up and running. I have no doubt about that. Uh, yeah. But things have changed a lot, and it's because there's so much more social, and it's all in your, it's on your phone, it's in, you know, in the palm of your hand, and as you say, this desire to want to be seen and all that mm. sort of stuff. Now, which is sort of, we've already started, but the 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 the, <laughs> ma- the main topic really tonight cool. was, I'm wondering whether social media sharing has scared off photographers from showing their work. Now, by that I mean professionals. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's this. There's lots of great photos being taken, no doubt. But the majority that tend to be shared, followed or trend are generally not by pros. They're generally by (laughs) people jumping barriers. Um, It it seemed, I don't know. I was flicking through Instagram the other night and I started, I'm like, I don't know. that. I'm finding it harder and harder now to find good photography on Instagram. Do do you find that, Kemp? uh yeah
1: um I, I think in regards i, don't know. I just to,
0: feel like the standard has dropped from where it was I, i'm not sure well
1: this this is this is this is the point i was trying to make before as well Insta- instagram to me is more it's more relevant to photography these days and probably facebook is even though instagram's now almost all videos and clips and crap like that but i i think that i i honestly think the term professional photographer is dead i, I don't think I don't think any. I don't, I don't think there's anything anymore that sort of recognises a professional photographer, because everyone can get on and take a photo. Everyone can edit really well. Everyone can create images as what well, as nice as ours and better. Um, so I, I think what that's done though, it's it's created a ma- like a complete flood of the market, so to speak, of images, and then like I was saying before you know you i can put up an image of this and people go wow that's amazing i can edit this to be the worst looking photo you've ever seen and people go wow that's amazing yeah instagram and social media and this also revolves back around this you know circle of mental health and well being if i put a photo up there i'm happy for people to say oh i don't really like that photo you know i would have liked to seen this or seen that but no one's got the balls to do it anymore because as soon as you do you get trolled you get canned you get cancelled you get abused you get messages and stuff like that so we've created this false economy of stroking everyone's ego because we're too scared to actually like art photography is an art and art is very subjective yeah but you, every as soon as you go down the subjective avenue you start getting beat up online so yeah i think the reason why you're saying you can't find any nice photos anymore is because everyone's just putting photos up and no yeah. one cares and yeah, everyone just likes everything
0: don't get me wrong. I am saying there's still some, some good work, but I'm just finding now I've got to really look for it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's changed. And I don't know whether it's just recently actually where it feels like maybe they've changed the algorithm or something like that, where I just like, I've seen some photos over the last couple of weeks. I'm like, really? Like that's what you, that's what you're sharing. You you know,
1: you know what else has happened on Instagram as well. There's been a quite a big exit. Of, phot- of photographers off Instagram as well. Yeah. So Instagram has changed a lot. Like I said, they've gone into doing more video clips and TikTok t- style things. Oh, absolutely. And, there's, and and there's a lot of photographers that are just and again, it's it's such this is such a rabbit hole to go down. Like again, yeah. there's a lot of professional photographers out there that were doing very 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 well on Instagram with followers and getting jobs and getting yep. free stuff and getting tourism trips and all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden they're not because everything's changed a bit. And they're not getting the attention. The algorithms have changed. They're not getting the growth that they used to get. And they've all just gone, okay, where's the next best thing? And the next yeah. best thing is the NFTs. Everyone's on NFTs yeah. because that, that's sort of getting them sales and their name out there. So, have, we,
0: have we even spoken about NFTs on this? Other than I don't the, want to
1: speak about NFTs. Other than
0: briefly you, mentioning you, it with Ben Horne?
1: <laughs> you, you, you can get another host to talk about that. I, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's the greatest crock of shit going out there. Talk um, about and, a
0: Pon- Ponzi scheme.
1: <laughs> and talk talk about people just jumping on the bandwagon. Now, I know some photographers quite well, and I know they've put on, and I'm probably going to get a message about this as well. But like I know there's a lot of photographers that have gone and done a lot of effort putting these NFTs together. And and I don't mean to be offensive to those guys. That That's their choice. That's what they're doing. And good luck to you. I hope you do sell stuff. But you're selling stuff in... Whatever that bloody Bitcoin crap is, yeah. which you can't you can't get anyway. Like what, what are you doing? Like, and all you're doing <laughs> is selling a digital file. And then you've got people going, Oh, I like yours, I like yours, I'll buy yours, you buy mine. Uh, again, yeah. it's it's another thing. And and this is the thing that really stresses me out about photography. It's completely lost its way. We're, we're completely forgetting about why we do this art and what we love about getting out of it. And we're focusing on how we can become the next bloody Ken Duncan or the next whatever and how much money we can make out of it. There should be nothing about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, at the risk of both of us coming off as old fuddy-duddies... We I, are. <laughs> it, the, whole, the whole NFT thing... Okay, I don't understand it. I'll, I'll put my hand in the air. I mean, I've read about it. I still can't get my head around how the bloody thing works. What the hell is a blockchain, Cam?
1: Uh, well, this <laughs> can is g- that that's is? where the... But that's where the is digital this, file is. This goes. the time
0: when I need to put these glasses on, Cam, and and really, yeah. Come we need to put like an, an old fuddy duddy black and white. Filter <laughs> that's over it right. In. Yeah. Back in my <laughs> yeah. day, Sunny I mean, is Back in my day. Yeah. Well, this is the yeah. thing. This is the next uh, evolution, right? I mean, uh, the next. Stage no, of the evolution.
1: no, no. It's not. It's a. It's a fad, and this is the problem. We have too many fads going on okay. in photography. That that's that's what's destroying this thing. Is that every six months to a year, there's a new fad. And that fad is purely around ego and how people can try and make a quick buck.
0: Yeah.
1: And, well, all, you know, and, and you got more a little, to look that, isn't it? It's more to do with, well,
0: with, with and you
1: can money. go back you can start not blaming people, but you can start putting little timelines of when things started. And when Peter Lick sold his $8 billion friggin' photo of that phantom <laughs> Canyon or whatever he did, which no one knows if it was real or not because he might've yeah. bought the image himself so everyone went shit. I could make a heap of money out of photography. I'm yeah. going to start doing this, and it's all driven by personal endeavours to try and one up themselves or get you know further down the line. And of course, we're all in a, we're all in this business to try and make money yeah. or try and survive.
0: Us but, professionals you know, are yes,
1: that's right. But that's the thing. But the, now you've got all these enthusiasts or people that have you know just taken two shots and all of a sudden they're selling at NFTs or. You know they're running workshops after taking three photographs and yeah. don't know what they're doing. And again, it's all about this quick buck and 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 getting this sort of quick injection of confidence given to them. And I, I don't know. It's just I I try to tune out. You've you've really hit the nerve on this one. I'm trying. No, to. No, no, I, I, I think
0: it's a good topic because photography hmm. has evolved. It's it's almost unrecognizable, right? From yeah, it from, is. Where, from where yeah. it was thirty years ago, right? Yeah. Um, the 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 Pandora's box that is digital photography, man. Could you imagine going back to 1995 and us having yeah. a conversation about where yeah. we are now? You wouldn't believe yeah. it. You'd say, no. "What? It's it's, it's this, on, a, it's on th- in th- the palm of your hand, and you can flick with your thumb and go to another photo, and you can tap he, on it." Here's and- <laughs>
1: the comparison. Here's the comparison for you. alright? Good. Good. Let's go back in our time machine to 1996. Right. So. In where we worked in a camera shop, people would walk in and say, hey, I'm looking for a camera. I'm going around Europe for six months. I want to buy a camera. Apart from maybe Brad and maybe you and a few others, we wouldn't try and sell them the most expensive camera in the shop. We would say no. to them, well, you know, how, many, how, many, how long have you been shooting for? Oh, I'm sort of just starting out or, yes. okay, well, this one's probably more suited to you. So the professional photographers used to come in and say, Hey, I need this, 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 I need this lens, 2.8 lens or whatever. They came in with a purpose because they had a job and they needed that tool for the job. Now you fast forward to now and everyone walks in and goes, I just want the best one. Oh, how long you been shooting for? I I haven't even started yet, but I want that one. Okay. Well that, that, that's crap. So then what happens then you've got all these people with all this expensive gear, not knowing how to use it. Um, and then you know, flooding the market with these mediocre shots, and you know, then you've got brands that are getting influencers to play around with their stuff and giving free gear out to people who, again, don't really know what they're doing to take photos or filters yeah. or tripods. Yeah, and stuff no, like no, that.
0: this is this is exactly right. So it becomes a, more about the influencer, the yeah. person, than the actual yeah. images that they're putting out. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, that's yeah. that's not cool. That doesn't advance. Well, I, I it certainly I, doesn't I have give the an... quality of photos that no, are going no. out there.
1: I give an example of a photographer who used to be here in Tasmania and people might know who he is and don't care. But he, he used to put up images that, in my opinion, he, he had a very, very, very off-centre colour palette for what he used to put his photos up. So he put up a, a waterfall and it would almost be like a fluorescent green coloured foliage around the waterfall now there was reasons behind why he might have done that but he had a big online social presence he was very very good at marketing himself he got uh he got on well with different brands and you know because of his followers he got a lot of you know um what do you call it collaboration things going on but then there all of a sudden he started being this trend of people editing the photos similar to his and it's like what do you like it looked like clown vomit on the screen it looked terrible (laughs) And people were then trending because they thought they saw him doing it. Like, oh, hang he's getting lots of followers, yeah, and he's getting free stuff. I'll yeah. go and do that. It's interesting, so, isn't it? The, it's
0: interesting. I mean, the, and but mm. can we can we like go go back a hundred years, right? And 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 let let's talk about your and my favourite one of Ansel Adams. Now, yep. when he was producing his work, people would look at his work. Do you do you reckon there was the the copycat thing? then or is it just no the fact that and, it's and this now is... so much easier to do that well this like, is the just thing. To literally copy the way someone edits a photo
1: this is the thing right back then there was professional photographers and even up to 20 or 30 or 40 years ago there was still that professional it was a profession
0: yeah but now, you
1: know I, I use the analogy that you know now, you know, people come in, go out to my point, people come in and buy the best professional cameras and all that kind of yeah. stuff, but all of a sudden they're taking photos. If I walked into a music store and said, give me that guitar that Angus Young uses yeah. and go out there and start playing the wrong notes in front of a thousand people, I get booed off the stage. Yeah. But for photography, you don't get booed off the stage because everyone's all of a sudden a professional. So back in the day with Ansel Adams, I don't think there was copycats because he was a professional at what he did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was an artist. Yeah.
1: Now we've either the, the world's either got a complete overload of artists, or we've got a really good bunch of bullshit artists.
0: Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's it's there's so many nuances to the argument, and there's so much. Yeah, it's, it's just interesting to see where we're going. Main point being, what I wanted to talk about was was why are <laughs> we, why are we why is there so much mediocrity now? Like that's that's this my anyway. That's an open-ended yeah. question, and we may never and, find the and, answer to it. But as what, you say, one, it's a rabbit hole.
1: Can I, can I put a disclaimer in there because I know that last post I put up about the auroras and people taking photos of the auroras and not being that original, yep. um, that didn't go down too well. Can I just put out there as a disclaimer on this show that <laughs> what I'm talking about is oh, I have no problem at all with people taking photos. I think the more the merrier. Um, but what I have a bit of an issue is if you're, what, what your purpose is behind taking those photos. If you're going out there purely to make money and get a name for yourself, I think you're getting into it for the whole, all the wrong reasons, but if you're going out there because you love nature or you love whatever you do and you love getting out there and taking photos, awesome. But if you're going out there and I see it all the time that people go, Oh, I want to get, I want to be an influencer. So how do I do that? I've had people email me about, Oh, how, how did you become an influencer on Instagram? I'm, like, I'm not an influencer. What are you, what are you talking about? I mean, you've got lots of followers. Well, like, that's taken 10 years to get enough yeah. that followers and, you know, I don't, I don't work with anyone, really any companies. I don't really do anything special. I don't get promotions or anything like that, but yeah. So I just want to put that out there. I'm not discouraging people to go and take photography up hundred percent. I bought on that, but if you're doing it purely to get your ego stroked, you know, you can check that at the door when you come to me. Yeah. I don't hear about
0: and my last two cents is if you're going to do it, if you want to, if you want to get into your photography, awesome. Again, encourage all that brilliant. Do it have a think about it. Um, yep. You know what I mean? Like, don't just point and shoot. It's been done, man. Like, yeah, you know, going back to my experience today, that couple of hours I spent at Dalesford in that spot behind me there, I immersed myself in that, in that landscape. And mm-hmm. if I do say so myself, came away with probably the best photos I've taken in 12 months. Um, yep. Because I, I didn't just that's not, that's not, that's not. That's That's not a coincidence, though. No not at all I mean I I, I didn't mm. just rush around and snap everything. I sat there I took it in yeah I, I engaged I, you know, I immersed myself in my surroundings um, yeah. and I think that's what it takes I, you know this. Mm. You know, you see people—they pull up at a lookout, and they don't even get a car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't. And, 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 and hey, think... presto, thirteen hundred likes. You know, I, it's yeah. it's it's funny. I don't know. I, I I still can't quite get mad around it. But anyway, I think
1: I think the best advice I can give people about doing our landscape photography stuff that we do, and immersing yourself and stuff like that. But you know, it goes back to old school. But I the I, guys I had on this week just go on shoot as if you're shooting film. Take your time with each shot. Wait for that moment. Do the same thing where we were behind us uh, on the lighthouse on Cape Torver Lighthouse. There we were all lined up against this barrier waiting for this sunset. And so looking this way, you get the sun right, sorry, sunrise and the light- lighthouse. But looking behind the other way, you get all the Fraser Island Peninsula. So either way, you- everywhere you look, it's incredible. Yeah. And we had this guy. You know, there was a few people up early walking around here and having a look. And we had this little guy with he had his little iPhone on a little selfie stick and he was walking around taking selfies and doing everything like that. And he walked around, took a thousand shots. Snap, 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 snap. And he came up to one of us and said, Oh, well, what are you what are you guys all waiting for? Mm -hmm. And one of the guys in the group said, The sunrise? Oh, okay. Snap, snap, walked off. Yeah. He was done. And then five minutes later, all this color happened. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later, all the light, all the cliffs behind us lit up orange. So he had no intention of actually enjoying the moment. He was taking a photo of him at this spot, done, tick that off. I'll put it online. People will say, How awesome are you? And he walked off. Missed the, missed the entire meaning of what was being there about,
0: which is probably fine. Like the, these, these aren't the people we're trying to reach. I guess, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, don't su- know. I, I suppose. Um, yeah, I don't know. it's it's a it's a complicated beast. Anyway, that's uh, that's. I'm sure. About I'm sure
1: that. we're going to get comments about that. I hope we get comments about that.
0: Yeah, we like comments. We like your interaction. Um, we do. We like our your like input. In uh, you you the fact that we it? don't
1: see the fact that we don't see your dislikes. That's better. Right.
0: Um, have you got time for a Deer Cam? Uh, I think yeah, we're running at 46-ish minutes. Deer Cam. This is from, yeah, this, is from this is from Stephen <laughs> Coburg. Deer Cam, with the Kobe, full Victoria? moon. Coburg, well, I'm assuming Coburg, Victoria. Yeah, Where, is there no. another Coburg? I think there's one in New South Wales, isn't there? Is there? Coburg, yeah. Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Dear Cam with no. the full moon at the moment. Any pointers as to how to capture it? Now, the full moon, uh, mm. two two nights ago, I was driving back, had some errands to run in Geelong, and I was coming down a Geelong. road that faced exactly at the full moon rising. And my word, was it spectacular? Um, a yeah. very nice full moon at the moment. So, Cam, do you have any pointers as to how to capture a full moon?
1: Uh, yeah, we, we had a full moon on our trip. Um, and... What were we talking about on that? We we're on the we we're on some sand dunes when we took some photos of the full moon, which awesome. is pretty cool. Um, but I think the full moon. Uh, I think the one big bit of advice that I was given years ago that I, still resonates with me now is that the full moon is a reflection of the sunlight. So a lot of people get their camera there and they take a photo, and all they get is this blown out circle of light, and you know you don't get a little man in the moon, and you know where the wall the the landing. The blob, you just get a blob of light. So. The only advice I would probably get is make sure you're underexposing a little bit to compensate for that brightness. So another really good one, to, a really good tip to do is that if you want to get that moon spot on, put your camera onto spot metering. So your cameras will have different metering modes. So put it on the spot metering and then meter off the center of the moon. That way your camera is going to render that exposure as good as it possibly can. And you'll get all that detail and little craters and stuff you can see, but um, that that's that a bit, bit of advice. And then I guess composition you know, it can be pretty tricky depending on what you. We had the moon rising over the ocean, so we only had a line, and that was it. So, but if you can try and put something, you know, next in a, in the foreground for scale, or usually the moon, if it has something near it, sort of shows a yeah. big. Whenever it's it rising over,
0: whenever it's rising over water is always good. You've got the line of reflection. Yes, up yeah, we we actually, actually
1: we actually got that as well. Um, we actually did some shots just around the corner of this lighthouse when the moon came up, and this little island. Where is it? Over here, there um all we could hear was these uh seal lines like, roo, 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 <laughs> like all these dogs barking all, all these little uh, seals on the island but the moonlight was coming straight across that island, so awesome um so yeah, that'd be my advice spot metering um just to make sure you get that information right
0: the uh, only, and then um,
1: trying to get a cool composition
0: the only uh way i would break that down further is are you wanting to take a photo of the moon or a landscape photo with the moon in it. Now, if you're wanting to take That's a true. photo of the moon, big zoom, the biggest zoom money can buy, the biggest zoom you can yeah. get your hands on. Um, and 100% what Cam said, spot meter. So spot meter yeah. off the surface of the moon, and then you'll get all mm-hmm. the detail that you would ever want in that yep. moon. Uh, and these yeah. days with the our big high resolution sensors and stuff, zooming and cropping can also help um, offshot the moon mm-hmm. with a... 600 mil lens with a crop sensor, so effectively giving me oh, 900 mil or whatever it is. Um yeah, wow. And got some really good results. Uh, handheld. Yeah. Um, shoot Must have been like Uh Canon. Uh Shoot a 400, uh, 400 ISO, 800 ISO, even if you have to, and you can uh, get some good results. You know what I had on
1: this workshop that I've never had in my entire mm. career of taking... The, try and guess of- what happened... Brand Try and guess what ha- yeah, yeah. Try and guess what happened on I had five people on this workshop okay. and they all had the exact same
0: brand of camera. They all had Olympus cameras. No. They all had cannons. N- no. Nikons. Yes, they all had
1: Nikon cameras. And I when we first found this out, I should have canvassed before I booked them in. Um, but, but when I found out in the bus about an hour into the trip, I'm like, I hate Nikon menu systems, and I'm gonna to have to learn them. Ah. I, did. I, to, I, to, I learned there was two D850s. There was a 7500. There was a 5600. There was a 750. Yeah, that one was that one.
0: This is my ancient Nikon D5100. Yeah, there might have been a 5600. I think. Oh, um, do you know? Can I just say the Nikon D5600 is a great camera. It's a great, yeah, great camera. A very yeah, very. Um, very good camera.
1: So I, I I had to deal with five. The show is not sponsored by Nikon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: uh, Julie, if you're watching, feel free to sponsor. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had all these Nikons and it was good. But, yeah, you know, the lenses twist off the different way and and just some stupid, stupid things in these menus. Like one of them was the self-timer. <laughs> and, had, and just like the simple thing. And I asked all of them, how do you put your self-timer on? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so... We Did you end up that, using the Q menu a lot? Uh, yeah, we used that a bit. Yeah. Uh, what else was really funny? Um, yeah. the 850, the D850 doesn't allow you to focus differently to where you're metering. So wherever your what? focus, wherever your focus, well, we couldn't figure it out. Wherever your focus point is, is where it meters from. You couldn't meter separately from your focal point. So I didn't know, couldn't figure that out. Googled it. Um, one of them had a spot on their sensor, couldn't figure out how to get the sensor to clean, couldn't even get the mirror to open up. Um, it was just all, but it was a real, 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 real challenge. But uh, yeah, it was just really funny. But one thing I did learn on this trip, I shot all my stuff on the Olympus, formerly known as whatever, on the yep. new o- OM1. And again, I keep falling in love, and I'll, I'll, I reckon I'm always going to do a Uh, a a write-up or something like that about if you're a landscape photographer and you're not using the Olympus OM-1, why are you not doing it? This camera has, and again, I'm going to plug the hell out of it. Yes, it has a small sensor and yes, it's only 20 megapixels, but by Jingo, it has, it is crammed full of awesome stuff for landscape photography. Uh, Neutral density is built in. So no problems. I barely used a tripod on any of my shots around this trip because I had, I had seven stops of image stabilization Um, high resolution shot. I was doing 80, when I did use my tripod, 80 megapixel tripod shots for landscape. So amazing detail, Um, good color rendition, everything like it's just, everything works in these cameras, like low light handheld forest. Now I use a little 60 mil macro, got some incredible shots of the macro of the fungi. Uh, If you're a landscape photographer and you're not into a brand just yet, seriously have a look at this OM1 with a you know an eight to fifteen mil lens, whatever it is, or the you know, the twelve to forty. It is an incredible kit for landscape stuff. And yeah. you know, we were getting sand, literally sandblast on the dunes. No problems. I went back to the hotel room, had a bit of sand on my camera. What did I do? Just ran it under the shower, dried it well, off. Perfect.
0: No perfect. problems. Yeah, perfect. perfect. So I would yeah. I would um I'll follow that up with what I think was one of the greatest inventions I've ever seen in a camera. And that is live, live comp mode. on Yeah. The that's nuts. We, we it's, didn't use that on this, but we yeah, spoke yeah, about it. Very, very cool. Particularly for lightning shots. Yeah. Uh, and for star trails and yep. for if you're shooting uh, at night with roads Lock. and stuff and you want car headlights yep. and that light sort painting, of you can light paint, Yeah. Live comp is is one of the best things I ever saw come out of
1: the camera. And the biggest argument that people come back to me, and again, because I had all these Nikons there, I'm like, I'm going to just drill Olympus to these guys as much as I (laughs) can. And I reckon I've turned a couple, but um, going through all these features, I'm like, it's got star autofocus. So you can autofocus on stars. And a lot of the feedback that I get from people, it doesn't matter where I am. It's like, Oh yeah, but the noise, it's got a lot of noise. Well, noise is easily fixed these days. You've got, Topaz noise reduction, you've got Lightroom noise reduction, and again, we had a conversation on this trip about, oh yeah, but what about the quality? You know, the resolution's only twenty megapixel. I'm like, well, what do you, what do you, what do you do with your photos? Oh, I put them online. Oh, where do you put them online? I put them on Instagram at three hundred pixel by three hundred pixel. That's right. And um, oh, what about if I want to crop, change lenses? It's not hard. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's not no, no, hard.
0: no. You can you can very easily mount an argument that the Olympus system is all you need for landscape yep. photography. I yep. completely agree. Yeah. Um, and I don't even shoot Olympus anymore. So yeah. there you go. And again,
1: That's- like I, I've got other brands, but I just use, I, I just religiously use this. <clears throat> I literally use one lens all the whole time, but yeah. we did some bird photography, had some little finches flying past, put it on, you know, massive. It does 120 frames a second, stupid numbers. Um, so yeah, if you're not married to a brand or you're looking to get something a bit lighter and smaller and interesting, seriously, have a look. Um, hit me up if you've got any questions. But they I, I was really impressed. This is the first time I've used it in a really good chunk of time. Yeah. And I got back to the laptop every night and I went, can't complain. No. So no, it's good. No, it's good. Um, yep. anyway, um, um that was a, uh, that was it, that was an unscheduled plug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was. And once again, we are not sponsored by the camera company formerly known as Olympus. But if they well, want to <clears throat> Well, that's right. There's nothing stopping you doing it, but you know. Um Now, what what have you got? Cam, it says here that you've got some time off. What the hell? I know.
1: Scary, isn't it? Good well, luck oh to, God. Good luck to the family. Look, look out, world. <clears throat> yeah, no, Cam's I'm yeah, on the loose. I'm on the loose. Uh, yeah, got a little bit of time off. So um yeah, so I've just done the East Coast. The next one's the Flinders Ranges, which is in June. So maybe a month. I got about a month off between things. So nice looking one. forward to catch up on a few things and chill out and Recharge the batteries. I, I you know how you're saying before that you've been really, really busy and it's starting to get to you.
0: Yep.
1: I, I'm starting to get to that point now where I'm, yeah. I'm getting. I'm really, really busy and I'm like, I just need some time. I've had issues with computers. I've got a tax to do. I've got other stuff to do. I've got Parks and Wildlife rang me today about something that they haven't received that I emailed them months ago. Yeah. Those that wedding customer in January and all of a sudden wants to, you know, all these things are just popping up. And I, just, <laughs> so having some time off, uh, yep. looking forward to it. So how about you? You got just shop
0: uh well i've got um five six hundred photos from today to edit (laughs) so i'll be doing that um and there you go there's another one for you i've just changed my background that was the one i when i messaged you and yeah that's nice yeah i love paddocks with deciduous trees in them where they just sort of they sort of self-isolate
1: now i've got i've got now this is this is the issue i've got now with you brendan is is that sky real (laughs) Yes, it is. Okay, Hand on good. Yes. See, I don't, I don't know now. You've, you've, you've lost. Amaran, I've lost faith in. Amaran,
0: just <laughs> stop it, all right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I did it once. It's like that guy with the goat in the joke. But we won't go down that path. Um, I'll is tell you a- off air. Uh, <laughs> uh, this has been episode thirty-nine. Hey, we're going to chalk up yes. episode forty next week, have it uh, I'm assuming we're going do an episode next week. Let's find out.
1: Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I've got time to spare. You have, have you?
0: Yes. Uh, we also. Hey, have, when when, when are we doing a Dale's
1: well? when are we when are we doing Dale's third Trentham workshop?
0: Uh, weekend workshop. Next year. Let's 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 do it. Let's. I'll come up. Let's do. It. Let's do a Saturday, Sunday. Oh, it's my backyard, mate. I don't know it like the back of my hand. I've been there and, and, all, all, and all we
1: do, all, all we, all we do is just say people get their own accommodation in Dalesford. We'll meet you there on the Saturday morning. We'll shoot Saturday morning into Saturday night. Sunday morning, Sunday morning into Sunday afternoon. Yeah. You, you you throw a few coins
0: our way and. Yep. Bob's your brother's uncle. A few, a few shekels. A few um, shekels. <laughs> yep. As long as the demons are playing on the Friday night, I'm in. All right. This has been episode 39 of the Down South photo show. Uh, yes, anything been... to add, Cameron?
1: Uh, no, just, just go easy on the hate mail about
0: the social media comments. <laughs> uh, maybe next week's episode will be not quite as ranty. Or maybe we'll. Maybe we, can, we can talk about it. We need
1: to. Inst- so that's another Brendan's rant. That's two episodes in a row you've done a rant. Oh
0: um I wasn't yeah. Robinson Crusoe tonight, mate. <laughs> no. I think I think I think we should do more. True. All right. Uh we yeah. will see you guys next week. Cheers. Signing off. Bye. Bye. <laughs>